Well, it didn't do much for beer sales, but I guess the most important thing, Kevin Barker, is it's going to get me home before they get the orange traffic cones out on the uh, QEW. You're so selfish, Jeff. I am a selfish. Uh, I, am a, so I, am, selfish. I am selfish. I am selfish. Be a Chris team Bassett, player. Chris Bassett, out of hell with that. Chris Bassett has become my favorite pitcher as of this moment. Chris Bassett, a gem tonight. The Jays, 3-2 winners over the Houston Astros. Join us. Chat with us. The number is 416-870-0590, star 591-888-666-0590. Lots of places we can go. But we've got to start, Kevin, with uh, with Chris Bassett. Um, 81 pitches. If you're interested, the last Blue Jays pitcher to throw a nine-inning complete game in under 90 pitches was Roy Halladay. On May 13th, 2006, he needed 89 pitches to get that in the bag. I thought for a moment, I thought for a moment we might see Chris Bassett out for the ninth inning. So you're saying send him back out top of the order, four times through. No, I'm saying I thought we would. I had absolutely absolutely no problem with Jordan Romano coming in. Oh, that's what you're going on. But I'm saying I I thought for a moment. I looked in the dugout, and he was, you know, walking around, and they hadn't done the whole handshake thing yet. Mm. And uh, I thought, uh, do you think John's going to send him out there? And, and of course, obviously, Jordan Romano comes out. Um, But, Kevin, Chris Bassett, 81 pitches tonight. Uh, 18 called strikes and whiffs, uh, 17 fouls, 17 fouls, 22 balls in play. Now, I will say this, Dusty Baker, Dusty Baker did, 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 got, uh, did Bassett a bit of a solid tonight. If you look at the Astros' lifetime against Chris Bassett, Michael Brantley's 8 for 29. He's not here. That's not going to matter. Alec Bregman is 8 for 20 against uh, Chris Bassett. He was not in the lineup, given the day off. Of course, Mm. Jordan Alvarez is still in the lineup. That was his fourth home run. He's hit off Chris Bassett. But all that aside, given the way Chris Bassett was, I don't even know if Alec Bregman and and Michael Brantley were in the lineup, if if it would make much difference, Kevin. He was just so, so good. Yeah, it would have been a tough task. Hey, there's the high, high performance department, right? That's showing its ugly head if you're an Astros fan, right? You, you you set one of the hottest centers in baseball, especially against a certain guy. You need some big hits. You need to give him a day off. It's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Look, when he's got his sinker and his cutter working, he's unpredictable with the plethora of all those other pitches that he throws to all quadrants of the strike zone with all kinds of different speeds. He's unhittable, right? It's the For me, it's the elevated – sinker and cutter that you rarely see that he can throw to both hitters, right? It's one thing to be able to do that to, say, a small window. You can throw an elevated two-seamer into a righty. He does it to a lefty. He'll throw a cutter up and into a lefty. Point is, to say you have to be with everything that goes on before he actually releases the baseball, mechanically sound enough to land in the same spot, to have the same release point, to not be tipping 15 different pitches. Like, it's just you know, he's directing traffic. Tonight, yeah. Like Absolutely. Like that little split-finger thing. I mean, he's toying with people, right? It's Again, it's just it's 
it's amazing to watch. And I think he had somewhere in like the, you know, in the sixth inning, he's working with like 52 pitches or something. Yeah. I mean, they, they had a good plan against him. You got to be very aggressive. You got to look mm-hmm. for strikes. I mean, if you you, you got to force him in the zone, you can't really look for a certain pitch. I mean, he's throwing – he's heavy sinker-cutter guy, right? But he's very unpredictable with all the other things he throws. And when he's locating the sinker, he can do that at the top of the zone. He's elevating the cutter at the top of the zone. It opens up the bottom of the zone with all kinds of variants of different speeds with all the other pitches. It's going to look like it's looked the last couple of starts that he's had – you know, again, you've said this, and and we've said this a lot. Where would this team be without Chris Bassett? Mm. Now it's funny. I wonder if if you go back and revisit what Chris Bassett. You know, I I think back to Chris Bassett on the mound last year with the New York Mets and that meltdown with Pitchcom where he couldn't hear and he had he's yelling, basically yelling to the catcher, fastball. You know, uh, then. You find out that pitchers are going to be given control of it, and there's a pitch clock. I thought, I wonder if Chris Bassett went into spring training saying, what the hell am I getting into this year? Yeah. Like, what is going on? And Well, he's caught Jeff. Man, I mean, Kevin, he's it's like like a maestro out there with that damn thing. I swear to God, it's got to be the best toy anybody's given Chris Bassett since he was like five years old. Let's be honest. The only reason he does it is because no, no catcher can call a game. They can't think along with him, right? He, he's so unpredictable with how he throws it, when he throws it, how slow set, he throws it, how you, hard he throws it. Like, you just, you just can't you can do set it. The like, pay. You know what he's like? He, Kevin, right now, it's like a quarterback. It's like a quarterback when he has that, that pitch comp thing in his hand. It is. He can fiddle around with it. He can it, go it, through five different pitches if you want before picking one. It really is. It's like watching Peyton. If Peyton Manning a, was a pitcher. That's what it'd be like. Yeah. I keep expecting him to yell Omaha at some point before he throws it. It, it is well. It is, it is amazing. Whenever I saw him in spring training, and I was doing the, our show from there when we were doing ten to twelve, and I saw him walk on one of those backfields and and taping you know, home plate in like quadrants. I'm like, what, what is going on? And then I remember telling you when you asked me how it's going down there, and I'm like, well, this guy. I've come up with a nickname for him, Needy, and now all of a sudden he's turned into what he's turned in. It's it's some kind of special. Again, I try and have in these games, I because it's fun, I try and have an at-bat on the on-deck circle, and I still haven't had one with him. I don't know how you do it. Like, I, no. I don't know how you – you can't split the plate in half because he's got eight different pitches. He can throw all of them for strikes. You, you can't look for a certain pitch because he's got eight different ones that he can throw for strikes. That's the point. He can throw them all for strikes. If he couldn't, you could eliminate three or four of them. You can't do that. And, again, this is why he gets weak contact. Jordan Alvarez, I mean, that's a good pitch that he hit a home run on. He's the second-best hitter in baseball. That's why he hit it out. 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. Jordan Romano gets the save, gives up a leadoff double, and uh, retires Jose Altuve. Uh, gets a terrific play from Kevin Kiermaier to get rid of Jordan Alvarez and then strikes out Kyle Tucker with the 98-mile-an-hour uh, fastball. That that ball that Alvarez hit uh, was a 95-mile-an-hour fastball, and he seemed kind of surprised, frankly, to see it. The winning run scored tonight. Well, Dalton Varshall reaches on a pitch timer violation. Alejandro Kirk delivers a pinch hit uh, single. Home runs from Brandon Belt and, of course, uh, Bo Bichette, his 14th home run of the year. we got to get Bo Bichette in the home run derby. We just have to. We just have to get Bo Bichette in the home run derby. 
Derby. I don't think there's any doubt about it. The numbers are four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. It's post time, man. He's going to be voted into the All Star game. Let him have fun. Let him go to the home run derby. Hey, have I think at it. I, I I think I think forget you forget too in the fourth inning. He makes that really good play. Keeps, yes. Uh, the that could have been a three run homer instead of a two run homer. That's you got to you got to give him the little things too, right? He he's not only hitting the baseball the way he is, but all of a sudden, do you mind if the ball's hit to him? I know I don't. I kind of like it now. He had a, a lot of a lot of uh, ground ball outs tonight um, that he was involved in. Yeah, it was it was just a really good game. It was a really uh, fast paced game, and um, you know, again, Chris Bassett, um, man, he just just uh, like I said, it's like a maestro. Like a maestro watching him watching him work out there against the Houston Astros. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple H six zero five ninety. I mentioned Roy Halliday. If you're wondering at two hours and three minutes, tonight was the shortest nine inning Blue Jays game played at Rogers Center since September twenty fourth, two thousand and fourteen against the Seattle Mariners. That was one hour and fifty nine minutes. Any idea who would have pitched that game in two thousand and fourteen for the Blue Jays? Fast worker. Mark Burley was the Blue Jays starter. I think that's the night Mark Burley wanted to go to a to a. If I'm not mistaken, it was a country and western concert that he wanted to go to. He basically whipsawed through the Seattle Mariners, did his post game media availability in like two minutes, and was down there. I think he I think he got there halfway through the set. Gotta Billy and Markham. Billy straight. and Markham. Why am I not surprised that you're upset tonight? You got you got two bees in your bonnet, not just one. Listen, guys. Very simply put, I've had this argument before. I, I want to ask you guys a question. If that ball goes over the wall in the ninth inning or that ball drops in, are we not having a big question of why we brought in Romano again? What ball? After, after 81 pitches. Well, hold we, it. Hold it. What ball? Dubon, Dubon double. The Dubon double in the ninth inning. Is what well, if that ball about. goes over the fence and the game is tied 3-all or, or the ball drops in and Romano blows this save, I, I, I mean, what, what are we talking Billy, about? Dubon had, Dubon had two hits. Yeah, against Chris, I, he's the one guy in the team that that can square up Chris Bassett, and the other guy, the other guy, Jordan Alvarez, he's got four career home runs off him. Yeah, you're reaching, man. I no, no. you're reaching. I, no, 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 no. You're reaching, Billy. If you got a problem with that, like if he wants to send Chris Bassett out again, that's what the hell. That's fine. I'm okay with it. I'm okay to see if the guy can give you a complete game. But I'm sorry, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I mean it does, Billy. That makes that, that's what you have a closer for. And you're facing a guy who's hit you twice and a guy who's hit four home runs off you. Like, you're reaching, dude. You are reaching. I, we, we, again, you Jeff, are we, reaching. We disagree. Reach. And, and here, here's the second one. So you, if I'm reaching on that one, then you guys are going to you, – you'll, you'll, you'll have a field day with this one. I, not for a million years, not for a million years, would I have sent down Manoa. No – way would I have sent him down with what we have. There's nothing that we can bring up that can do any worse than him. What is he going to get in better shape down in down in the, at the complex? Yes. I yes. would have left him there. Yes. yes. How's he? Yes. Yes. Where's he going to get in shape here? How's he? What's he going to do? What's he going to do here to get in shape? Jeff, I, I've heard many times from you guys that we got the best pitching coach in, in baseball. This guy, how do you know that this has anything to do with his mechanics and doesn't have more to do with conditioning? <clears throat> Right? I mean, how do you know, Jeff? What I, I, I'm just saying, how do you know? How do you Jeff, know what? that isn't the issue? And you know, Py. I mean, the idea here is to win. 
The idea right. here is to win. You can't experiment with this guy. So what are you going to do, Billy? You're going to you're going to put him in the bullpen, right? Well, why don't we bring up Thomas Hatch then? Why don't we Thomas bring up- Hatch is horrible, Billy. Have you not watched him? He's awful. Jeff, I'm being sarcastic. We've got nothing in AAA. We've got nothing to come up and do it. Let him work himself out of it. That he hasn't. What he hasn't worked. Him. Barker, jump in here. I'm going to blow a gasket here. He hasn't been able to work himself out of it, Billy. What the hell did you see the other night that made you think he was capable of working himself out of anything? Well, I'll what tell did you, you what? see? I'll stick you up saw nothing, Barker. Billy. You got. You saw nothing. You saw nothing. 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 Not a. Not a. Not a. Nothing. Barker, jump I in. I see. Yep. I, I seen I seen a booted double play ball that would have got him out of the inning by, sure. by Brad Guerrero. Jeff, I don't really think I don't really think you follow the game, Jeff. I, I really think you're out to lunch. I, I really Billy, do. Jeff. Billy, I, Billy, I, I Billy, Billy. You. You're the only person in Toronto that thinks Alec Manoa should still be up here. Yeah, you are. I, I, Alec Manoa I, doesn't think he should be up here. Billy, you're wrong. Sorry, you're wrong. Well, Bye. Jeff, Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six. Thought I was supposed to jump in there. Well, you want to? You're a coward in the background. Jesus, step in, help a brother out, man. Billy, I love you. You know I love you, but help a brother out. Uh, you're Come on a roll. On. I got well, nothing. I mean, g- give me. A, what what, what am me, I gonna say? Give me a break. You're gonna run Alec Manoa out there again. As we've said, this is about. This isn't a, even a, about this year right now. It's about trying to save Alec Manoa. That's what it's about. <laughs> it's exactly what it's about. It is, yeah. Anyhow, uh, well, you know what, Billy? Like I said, I still love you. You can call up anytime. Uh, preferably when shows doing the. No, I'm just. You can call up anytime. But John Schneider, John Schneider, the manager of the Toronto Blue Jays, just did his media availability. And you know what, Billy? I know that John went up there and said, I bet that jackass Billy and Markham is going to call up and question why I use Jordan Romano. So, Billy. Here's why he went to Jordan Romano. It's a tough one because, you know, guys rolling. Um, pitch count obviously comes into play. He's a total pro. He totally got it. And I think it's a, it's a weird scenario when you're going, you know, fourth time through a really good lineup and um, you kind of don't want to walk anyone else into a, a situation with traffic, even though it happened after one pitch. But um, totally understood it. Conversation was as professional as it could be. There you go, Kevin Parker. Yeah, Would I don't – I, I got – He's your closer. Like, he's 16 to 19 in closing out games. Like, he's closed, what, five in a row going into tonight. I, well, like I said, that's, I know, that's part why of, you have him. That's a part of the lineup that's going to do damage, too. I, it might have been. I might have had a, had a rethink if it, if it was. Bottom, you of know, the, if, bottom of the order, maybe you give it to him. Yep. But, uh, yeah. again, you know, Mauricio Dubon and Jordan Alvarez they're only three they were the only three guys that had a chance of beating of beating Chris Bassett Jeff, Jeff the only way you can only second guess this if it didn't work guess what it worked Sam and Hamilton how are you Sam hey guys first of all I agree with bringing out Jordan Romano um he's your closer you got to finish this game especially a one-run lead um and but I don't agree with the first pitch I don't know why he throws a slider Buck said it on the broadcast and I yeah, love Jordan I Romano. That, I, that I'm with you on. I do not get that, but it's Jordan Romano. I love Jordan Romano. I mean, I love Jordan Romano, but my God, whatever Cleveland wants for Emmanuel Clause, give me Emmanuel Clause. But there's another thing I want to talk about, and too, yep. are you guys surprised on June 7th that we're still seeing violations this much? Because, I mean, the Mets Absolutely. series was crazy, yes. and this was crazy tonight. Yeah, no, I, I am, I am I'm stunned that we're seeing it from hitters. Uh, if you had said to me, 
And if you had said to me that maybe pitchers would have a bit, yeah, that would have. I would have. That wouldn't have surprised me entirely because you know the pressure, the situation. All I'm I'm surprised we're seeing it with hitters. Like there is, I, there's no excuse for. I don't think there's an excuse for anybody right now. But Kevin. I don't. I certainly don't think there's an excuse for hitter, especially. I mean, especially in in in. in I I don't know. Um, I, I. There's no the excuse pitching, for the, it. the pitching. The pitching violation, like tonight, I can see that happening. What what really surprises me is we're, is we're still getting hitters doing it more than anything else. That surprises me. Yeah, a lot of the times it's when dudes are struggling, right? Either you're. We saw it one time in lefty on lefty. Dudes trying to find where his footing's at and doesn't look up in time you know Brayu's doing it he's struggling like crazy trying to get hits trying to drive in runs being the run producer the reason why they brought him to houston like you know there's reasons why you do it but there's no excuse for it like yeah you, you just you dig in you know what the clock is not going to surprise you you know you're not all of a sudden this is happening to you no you dig in you look up you're ready to hit be ready if you're not. Hey, at least they're not arguing about it. Like you're not seeing, no. you know, coaches or, or managers running out there yelling it's and screaming about, about the, it. Hey, it is right. Absolutely, it's your fault. Deal with it. Um, yeah, and and tonight, you know, again, it's particularly puzzling that it happened the first batter of the inning. Like I was about to say, you know, well, maybe there's traffic, and I'm sitting there saying, no, Jeff, there was nobody on base. Like there was no. The only thing Hector Neris should have been thinking about. Um, was uh, was the dude at the plate? I, I I mean, there's no reason other than that. But as I said, I, I, we've seen we've seen hitters get called for it. That, I mean, that that still surprises me. That that I don't understand. We we've we've seen it happen recently where hitters have been called yeah. for violation. That that I, I, don't I, I especially a lot of the time too when it happens to a pitcher, they're they're trying to disrupt timing of the hitter. Yeah. Right, you get your sign, you stand there. It's basically like you're staring at the guy. You know, sometimes you see that with Vladdy where they're trying to make him stale, sort of look like a statue up there where he, you know, just doesn't know when to start the fruition and he's late and, you know, playing catch up. That's what they do, right? But there's no excuse for it. I'm with you. You get you, you get what you deserve. 3-2, the on. Blue Jays winning tonight in a nice tidy two hours and three minutes. A terrific outing Ooh. for Chris Bassett, who is starting June – on a bit of a roll. Seven and two-thirds innings of three-hit shutout against the New York Mets, and then tonight, uh, a remarkable uh, performance. Four hits over eight innings. Um, Jordan Romano coming on for his 16th save. Ryan and Etobicoke. Hi there, Jeff uh, and Kevin. I just wanted to ask, uh, we know Bowden Francis is the tie-over for the meantime, but do you guys have more belief in Ryu coming back and being uh something worthwhile or do you think that Alec Manoa can figure it out and come back into the rotation just want to hang up and get your thoughts on that yeah I gotta tell you I don't I mean I think they're both going to be back here at some point the everything we've been told is that Hyunjin Ryu will be available at some time after the all-star break uh, perfect world yeah it'd be great if they were both back Kevin and I've talked about this if you're going to get all these innings from Bassett and Gossman, you may want to bake in a couple of off days down the stretch for these guys. But, you know, I'm going to, Kevin, I'm going to think back to something John Paul Morosi said in our show today. I almost think, I almost think of you're the Jays. I mean, you've almost got to operate under the assumption you're not going to have either of those two guys. 
or you may have one of those two guys and proceed accordingly. And if Bowden Francis, like, let's face it, all you really, if you can kind of piece it together, if Jose Barrios, I mean, this this actually does not set up terribly. If Jose Barrios can, can get you, can give you a seven tomorrow, for example, or Ooh. six and two-thirds tomorrow, then you got Kikuchi going, and then you go to Bowden Francis. I almost think what you have to do is wait and see where you are after Kikuchi's start. You know, Bowden Francis is going to pitch Saturday. That was pretty apparent. He was he was he was pitching in the bullpen here at the end of the game. Uh, the question for me is: Does he start Saturday? Um, does he fill a bulk role after Trevor Richards opens or 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 Nate Pearson? I mean, those would kind of be the three guys I would look at as factoring in there somehow. And I guess we'll just we'll keep an eye on how the bullpen gets used the next uh, the next couple of nights. Yeah, it sure would help the next couple of nights that the starters look like the starters have been looking, right? Give them not a quality, it doesn't have to be a quality start, but give them some length, give them a decent chance to win a game, save the pen where, you know, basically John and Pete Walker can sort of match up, line up, you know, empty if they have to. They got a day off sprinkled in there too, which will help. You know, it is the Twinkies. Twinkies offensively is not the greatest of teams. Bowden France is not coming up here to give you seven innings. Coming up no, here he's... to give you somewhere in the four-inning range, right? Yeah. You know, don't don't implode. Give you a decent chance. That's that's all you're asking from, for and from. Boy, I, but it sure would be nice if offensively they'd score 10 or 12 runs whenever yeah, he was be, pitching. That'd be nice. It'd be nice. It, it, it'd be nice if Bowden Francis went out there for a second inning or whatever and had a had a three run lead. Fingers that would crossed. make a big difference. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety. Triple eight triple six zero five ninety star five ninety. Charles in Jersey. What's up, Charles? Hey guys, what a roller coaster season. I mean, you know, we, we go it through has that crazy tough stretch and then now some of them winning. Can can the Jays freaking make up their mind? Are they a good team or not? <laughs> I mean, it's killing me. Anyway, guys, listen to me. You know, um, we, we have to thank the baseball gods. I mean, before the year, if I were to tell you that Kikuchi and Barrios both had massive bounce-back years, but Manoa would fall off the cliff, I'll take that. I mean, no disrespect to Manoa, and, and man, what a, what a jump off a cliff. And you have to just have hope because, you know, we've seen how Kikuchi was last year, how Barrios was last year. Look at him now. So, you know, there's always hope. But just a quick point. You know, there's one thing about this game. I don't know if anyone mentioned it before, so I apologize if it was mentioned. But raise your hand if you turned off your TV when John Schneider decided to go to Romano instead of Bassett. I mean, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people are in love with, you know, Romano. But come on. Bassett was cruising. Romano, I got to tell you guys, I call the show often. I speak usually to the other guys usually on a Sunday but I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Romano is great. Don't get me wrong. But he doesn't have that nasty stuff. He's not that elite closer. Let's just call it for what it is. He's great. He's consistent. He has control. But he does give up that give up the hard hit balls, you know, very often, as you saw in the first. You know, and I think, listen, I think the Jays were lucky. I turned off the TV. I told my wife, I said, please let me know when the game's over. Sure. And just give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. Thank sure. God it was a thumbs up, so I'm in a good mood. But... I mean, I'd love to hear you guys' take on all this. Charles, did you? Are you really Billy and Mark? I mean, you just changed your voice somehow. <laughs> Billy and Mark, I'm not Billy and Mark. I mean, Billy and Mark called up and basically said that I don't know anything about baseball because 
I thought the move made perfect sense to bring to bring Ramon. Oh, but but well, no, look. that's okay. No, no, that's okay. No, 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 no. no. Hey, listen, I'll tell you, Billy paid me to call you, and no, I'm just kidding. But, no, that's but okay. Well, that is, would be Billy. That would be. Uh, what, what, then, what? Let me let me just ask you. Tell me the truth. Do you have full confidence? We're in a, a tight playoff game. Jordan Romano coming in with no. three, four, five hitters coming up. No. In a, in a playoff game, that's, no. That's all my point is. You know, that's yep. all. So why, no, why would you move then? I mean, I think Kevin – well, Kevin has also said, I think, that – I think this bullpen is good enough to get you to the playoffs. I don't know if yep. it's good enough to get you through the playoffs. No, it's not. Um, I mean, you look at all the elite teams. They have nasty right. – you got to have that nasty – that guy that comes in and just shuts the door, you know. The, I would the, think the, I would feel better about Jordan Romano if there was somebody a little nastier around him, so that if I needed to, if I wasn't comfortable with Jordan, I could go to the nasty dude. Hey, Kevin, I don't know, I don't know how you feel about it, um, but and I'll let you answer this in a minute. But I, I just want to, you know, reaffirm this, Charles. I, I think we need to also keep in mind again. Oh, I was I was hoping Charles would hold on. I, again, he was facing the top of the order. He was facing a guy who had two hits off him tonight. He was facing a guy, had he stayed in, the third guy in the inning was Jordan Alvarez, a dude who has four career home runs off him, including one home run tonight, uh, off of Bassett. And, uh, and Jose Altuve, who, you know, is Jose Altuve. So, no, I I didn't have a problem. Kevin, if, if, if we'd been – if it, if it had been the the five, six, seven hitters, Abreu, Diaz, and Jolks, then I might have thought, okay, then you stick with Bassett. But the other thing, too, I was thinking of, and I mentioned this, you also do have Alec Bregman sitting there, Alex Bregman sitting on the bench. He's another guy. He's another guy who hits Chris Bassett. So I think that, that probably factored into this. Yeah, I think it's more about these teams, these organizations are terrified to let the starting pitcher face the other lineup four times through. And that's basically oh, it is what a no-no. You are right. He's had, he had four, their heads Chris, explode. Absolutely. Chris Bassett's had four at-bats four time through the order this season. Yep. It ain't going to happen a lot. Like, it, unless he had a bigger lead and was in cruise control, one-run leads, you got your closer. That's why you got your closer down there. I, I'm okay with Jordan Romano if he threw his fastball more. That, that's the one thing, right, if he reversed how much he throws the two pitches. I mean, 98-99 plays. No, I, I hate to break it to everybody. At 99, he don't throw it down. He elevates. It's it's almost impossible to consistently get on top of that thing. If he reversed it, I'd be okay with that. But he loves his slider. He's going to throw whatever pitch he needs to throw, recorded to, to that hitter's weakness. So I got no issues with that. Look, it's again, I just don't know how you can complain about it if it worked. Yeah, it worked. If it uh, didn't work, I guess. I mean, you could come on here and argue and yell and scream, but then everybody would say you still have a closer. Why don't you? Let's, use it? Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna step away and come back. We'll back to the phone lines four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. I will try to squeeze in a few more calls. We've got the uh, standings update to come as well. It was a good one tonight, folks. Three two, the Blue Jays beating the Houston Astros two hours and three minutes. Chris Bassett, Chris Bassett was a beast. Once again, it's Blue Jays Talk on Sportsnet 590, the fan and the Sportsnet Radio Network. If you know me at all, I'll, I'll fight analytics until I die. But uh, um, <laughs> I knew I'd have had to face 
Alvarez in the ninth, and I was not going to face Alvarez in the ninth. I'm not sure if you know my numbers against him, but they're not good. So um, I could have went eight and two-thirds, but, I mean, we have one of the best closers in the game, and I got to see his walkout, so it was a win-win. Told you so, Billy. <laughs> that was Chris Bassett. Um, Chris Bassett, uh, apparently Barker, apparently with us. He's not not a not a big not a big khaki lover. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's that's with, with you at least. <laughs> I tend to be a little more middle of the road. But... I'm on I'm on the fence, Jeff. I'm 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 undecided. You're on the fence, all right. Uh, time now for the Major League Standings Watch presented by Bet365. With Bet365, you can watch thousands of live games, build your own bet. You can even make a bet while the game's still being played, although if Chris Bassett's pitching, better do it fast. 19-plus play responsibly, Ontario only. Oh, 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 this has been a good, good night. Good night for the Blue Jays in the American League East, of course. They beat the Houston Astros, the Milwaukee Brewers. Kevin Barker's team, the team that drafted Kevin Barker, they're wailing the Baltimore Orioles 10-0 in the eighth inning. The Cleveland Guardians beat the Boston Red Sox and uh, the 5-2, and the Yankees were smoked out tonight as a result of uh, uh, poor air quality in New York. They were scheduled to take on the Chicago White Sox. They will play a doubleheader. So as we look at the standings, as I call up the standings, as my standings. computer doesn't freeze, standings. The Tampa Bay Rays, my Rays, they are 45 and 19. <laughs> they're just, they're, they're in the another best team planet. In baseball. They're another planet. Baltimore Orioles, 37 and 23, 4 and 6 in their last 10 now. Mm-hmm. 4 and 6 in their last Starting 10. Starting pitching is. The Yankees are 36 and 26. Your Blue Jays, Mr. Barker, 36 and 28. It. Very quietly, 8 and 2 in their last 10. 8 and 2 in their last 10. If you look at the American League, it's the best record in the last 10 games among American League teams. Starting Boston, pitching. Boston Red Sox are 3 and 7. 3 1, the Blue Jays. I'm sorry, 3 2, the Blue Jays beat the Houston Astros tonight. Bo with a homer. Brandon Belt with a homer. Alejandro Kirk with a pinch hit single. Chris Bassett with a whole lot of really fast, good pitching. Let's go to Nigel in Ottawa. He's been very patient. We'll wrap this up tonight. Go ahead, Nigel. Thanks for waiting. Hey, Blair and Kevin. Um, first, I just want to say I'm from Ottawa. There's, uh, I feel like I never hear callers from Ottawa on your show, so I just want to give some respect to all the fans in Ottawa. You know? I lived in uh, Ottawa for five years, trust me, and my daughter lives there now, trust me. It's nothing personal. Oh, no, no, it's fine. you got a lot of diehard fans out here, especially me and my friends. But uh, I just wanted to talk about Blair, um, which I understand, like how you said Bo should be in the home run derby. Um, I just I find it should be Vladdy over him. Uh, I'll give you a little rant about it because um, I find Bo, like he's not expected to hit home runs. He's not a home run hitter. And I've noticed like a lot of guys will go in the home run derby and it'll mess up their swing. They hit home runs in the first half. They get to the second half, they don't hit as many home runs because they're in the home run derby. I think it should be Vladdy because, first of all, he needs to wake up for his power hitting. Uh, he's been there before. He loves having fun. The home run derby is all about having fun. And then also he'd probably be a favorite to win it uh, going in. So I think maybe Ooh. that would kind of give him the boost that he needs to go into the second half of the season start hitting home runs, especially at home. Um, whereas as Bo, it's like I just don't want to mess with what he's doing. He's never been in a home run derby. He's batting for average. We don't expect home runs out of him, although they're great. Um, but I would, uh, I would choose Vladdy for that reason. Yeah, thanks, thanks for the call, Nigel. Uh, it's funny. Uh, 
Bo's first year or second year, they asked him to be in the home run derby. If you remember our conversation with Dante, he was asked to be in the home run derby. I think the same time as as Vlad, if I'm not mistaken. He said, no, I'm, you know. He said he was too small. Dante said he was too small to be taking a big daddy hex. No, Dante said said I'd like to see him do it, but Bo didn't want to do it just because he he didn't think he belonged. Um, yeah, I, I, look, I would love to see you, – you're right. There is that thing about dudes that take part in the Home Run Derby having lousy second halves, although there are a lot of do- guys who took part in the Home Run Derby who seem to do okay, Pete Alonso, guys like that. Here, here, I mean, here's the way I look at it. The Home Run Derby is what it is. I think it's a bit of a – it's a bit of a, a point of arrival, a point of departure for young players who are stars. I think it would be cool to see a guy like Bo in there. Uh, given the way Vladdy's hitting right now, I mean, I don't know. It, you know, if it was a rollover derby, maybe I'd want him in there. But um, frankly, of all the Blue Jays right now, I'd I'd, I'd love to see Bo in it. I don't pretend to know. I I never even asked him if he wants to go in it. I think it'd be cool to see him in there, though. A little guy like that with all that torque. My only concern, Barker, would be if he hits a lot of home runs, he may end up hurting an oblique or something like that. Did you just say a rollover derby? Well, pretty much. You know, I exaggerated a bit. But. Parker, do you want to see him in the home run derby? Absolutely not. Not a chance. You're a killjoy. Not a chance. You're a killjoy. He's top five hitter in baseball. Sit over there and have fun and watch everybody else hit him. Free Bo Bichette. Free Bo Bichette. (laughs) 3-2. The Blue Jays have beaten the Houston Astros tonight. Billy and Markham, I love you, my friend. Call back tomorrow night. We'll uh, hug and make up in the air and everything will be good. That is it for us. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. Did you know that vehicles rust faster in warmer weather? As the weather warms and we all get ready for summer, make sure your vehicle is protected from rust with Crown. Visit crown.com for your nearest location.